go ahead and open your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 25. Proverbs chapter 25. And we're going to be um, looking at one verse tonight, verse number 19. Excuse me. Verse number 19. Proverbs chapter 25 and verse number 19. The Bible says, Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and, and a foot out of joint. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this evening and the opportunity to open your word, Lord, an opportunity to hear from you. I just pray that you would be um, free to speak, Lord. I pray that I would not say anything that you would not have me to say, Lord, and I would say what I should, Lord. I just pray that this message would speak to hearts, Lord, and that you could work in our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have you ever been disappointed in life? My sports team has managed to lose so many games in the fourth quarter. How many times have your sports team, if you enjoy sports at all, there has been a time when your sports team has let you down? The Mets lost the World Series. I'm not trying to break any hearts tonight. But it was. It was a disappointment. Could we agree that if you are a Mets fan or you are a Giants fan and you watch them blow yet another lead or whatever, whatever your sport is, that, that could be just one thing. You've seen a disappointment or two in life. You went to the store and they were out of your favorite ice cream. That, that's, a, that's a deal breaker right there. But I can say... You, if you have lived life, you have been disappointed at some time in life. I think we all could agree with that. There has been disappointments in life. But even more importantly than being disappointed, have you ever had your trust compromised? Have you ever put your confidence or your trust in something and had that completely fall out from under you? We could go back to the year 2008. And I could say one name... Bernie Madoff. How many people put their financial confidence in this man only to have it completely drop out and everything that they had put and saved and that was their future was gone? While most people I know never had the money to invest with him, it's still you bring it up and you can feel the hurt in the nation when you talk about that all across this country. We can look back in history. Benedict Arnold. A man who jeopardized the future of his nation for money. You talk, both of these men had tremendous trust and tremendous confidence placed upon them. Benedict Arnold was one of the top generals that we had in the War of Independence. There was no denying that he was a great general. Men followed him. He won victories. But when a time of testing and a time of trial came, he proved unfaithful. He tried to betray West Point and the control of the Hudson River to the British troops in New York. Bernie Madoff made off with millions and millions of dollars that belonged to other people. In both of these men, much trust was placed, but it was placed in an unfaithful, 
undependable source. In our passage, Solomon is trying to warn his son. He's trying to warn his son, Rehoboam. You need to be careful where you place your confidence. You need to be careful where you place your trust. What are you trusting in? Who are you trusting in? The thing is, you put confidence, you put trust in things and people every day. The trust and confidence is the feeling or belief that you can rely on someone or something. It's a firm trust. That's what confidence is. We're just going to go through, we're going to define some of the words, we're going to work through this verse, try to give us a working understanding of how this, and then we're going to apply it very personal to our lives today. The Bible says confidence in an unfaithful man. We're dealing with confidence right now. It is a firm trust, it's a feeling or belief that you can rely on someone or something. A couple weeks ago, I got the big, uh, my dad and I got the big ladder out. And I went out and I changed every bulb in the chandeliers because they were starting to blow out. They'd been up there for a couple years. So we had to change all the bulbs at once. That way we're not up there every week changing bulbs. I had to put my confidence that that ladder was going to hold me up. Now, I can say that ladder was holding me up. But if I did not have the confidence that that ladder was holding up, the job never would have been done. Climbing up and putting the banners up. That was a ladder. Miss Pam was there and she saw the ladder. And I'm up there moving ceiling tiles and all that. You, know, you have to have confidence if you're going to live life. It's just part of life. How about something that I believe almost everyone here has experienced? Something very personal. Salvation. If you have been saved, you have to put your trust solely in Jesus Christ for salvation. You have to, and that is one person. Now, let me tell you, God is the one person we can always depend on. We can always put our confidence in. We never have to worry about God failing us. We can have confidence in the power of God. We can have confidence in the love of God. We can have trust in that God is always doing what is good and what is right. You have to put trust in almost everything you do. When you came into church tonight, whether you thought about it or not, you put trust when you sat down on the pew. You believed that that pew was going to hold you up. You put your confidence in that pew. It would have been quite foolish looking if you sat down and the pew wasn't there. When I was at college, most of the time I behaved, but sometimes I had a couple moments where I wanted to have some fun, and I sat on the back row of choir. Well, I learned that... I could learn the song in about four practices, usually. Four or five practices, we would do it, but we would practice the song for about three or four weeks, which is two practices every time. So by the time the seventh and eighth practice rolled around, I could sing the song completely from memory. I didn't need the music. I knew it by heart, but we were still practicing it because that's what we did in choir. And so there was one time there was movable chairs, And so I popped the chair loose from the row in front of me as we were all standing. And then I picked the chair up and put it beside me. And the person in front of me sat down, minus the chair. But the whole choir sat down. So he's standing up, and the chair sitting up there beside me, and everybody can see the chair. It was quite hilarious. But he put his confidence in a chair that wasn't there. But what I'm saying is, we every day, we put confidence in things. Putting confidence in this thing is not bad. We have to do it. You had to trust when you walked in that the building was not going to fall down. 
Sometimes it's a little more scarier when we are at Union Baptist. But when you walk in, you are trusting that that building is not going to fall down. When you drive across a bridge, you are putting your confidence in the structural integrity of that, of that bridge. You are trusting and putting your confidence that that bridge is not going to fall down. People who cannot put confidence in anything cease to function ordinary lives. How many phobias do we have? People who are afraid to do what it may seem crazy to us, but they have put in their mind, I can't put my confidence. Some people, I can't go underground. They, they can't go underground and they refuse to put their confidence in going into a tunnel or going up on a ladder or whatever it is. I cannot be seen in public. Some people are just, they refuse to put confidence in things. But when you refuse to put confidence in anything, you cease to function a normal life. Some have experienced some disappointment and they say, I will never, never fill in the blank. The passage here is not condemning confidence. You have to have confidence. You have to put your trust in something. Every day that you're living, you're going to have confidence in different things. It's not condemning confidence. But what you put your trust in, you must be very careful in what you choose to put your trust in. You put your trust and confidence in people every day. However, trust is not something you can afford to place in anything that just presents itself. Why should you be careful? Where should you be careful of placing your trust? Solomon is teaching his son that confidence in an unfaithful man. Many people place their confidence and trust in someone or something that is unfaithful. They put their confidence in something that they never should have put their trust in. Something that is unfaithful is treacherous. It cannot be trusted. An unfaithful bridge is dangerous. It is not able to support the requirements of vehicles passing over it. That would be an unfaithful bridge. Also, we think about the term would also apply to a marriage relationship. Someone who is unfaithful in a marriage relationship, it is extremely destructive to that relationship. And Solomon is warning his son, watch where you put your confidence. We place our trust so often, whatever we think will get us what we want. Some people place their trust in their physical proudness and their, or their beauty or their strength. Some people trust in the riches and the amount of their bank account. And they can put their trust in that. Some people trust in their friends. Their friends are always going to know what to do. Some people just say, I know the right people. Nothing's going to happen to me. You know, well, I can't do an accent. But anyways, some people are like, I know people. You know, nothing's ever going to happen to me. I just know the right people. And they put their confidence in their friends. Other people, they put their confidence in things that they have no business putting the trust of their life in. When we're talking about confidence of sitting down in a pew, that's one thing. Solomon here is not just talking about sitting down on a pew, though. He is trying to give Rehoboam the wisdom he needs to live a life that is going to be honoring and pleasing to God. And you are going to put your trust in something. 
You are going to put your confidence in something. There's no debate about it. Both you and I and everyone in this world has their confidence, their trust in something. It may be their own little gray matter in their head. They may be trusting in their ability to reason things out. Like I said, they may be trusting in their friends. They may be trusting in their abilities. And if we are not watchful, any one of us could begin to place our confidence and our trust in someone or something that will let us down. Confidence in a creaky ladder is fine until you have to step on it. Confidence in yourself or whatever can get you by until trouble comes. Until there's a time of testing. That's why Solomon says confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble. There's coming a time when each one of your confidence, every place you have put your trust, every place you are relying on is going to be tested. Troubles sometimes are going to come. And the stress test is going to reveal whether what or who you have placed your trust in is going to sustain and going to be worthy of your trust. When you're halfway up that ladder, it's too late to say, I wonder if this ladder's going to hold me. If you are getting in a plane and you're flying, once the plane's taken off, you can't change planes once you're already in the air. It's kind of too late at that point. Either the plane is going to hold you or it's not. There's going to come a time of testing. There's going to come a time of trial. There's going to come a time of trouble. And in that time, once you have chosen to place your trust, once you have chosen to place your confidence in something... It is too late to change your mind once you get to that point. It is going to be tested. It's going to be trouble. And when that testing comes, you say, oops, I'm really meant over here. You're going to experience the consequences of where you put your trust and where you put your faith. Oftentimes, it is not known until the stress is applied whether or not it's going to hold. That's why there's so many tests and so many... um, requirements that they put on vehicles or they put on structural things before they allow people to use it. They want to be so careful. But oftentimes, we don't, are not careful enough with where we place our trust. I would hate to have put my trust for eternity in anything but God when my life is over. Because when eternity comes, the decision is already made. It is too late. Where you put your confidence and trust for salvation here on this life is going to affect you for the rest of eternity. Once the time of trouble starts, you are stuck with whatever you have. But it is a time of trouble often that reveals whether or not whatever you put your trust in can, be tr- can actually be trusted. There was a time years ago where they were having trouble with airplanes. Because they had put rivets in the airplane to put the metal around it and hold it together. But when the plane got to certain altitudes, the pressure on the plane, they had a plane come completely apart. And they were wondering, what happened? They had tested the rivets, but it was only when they took the rivets to the extreme pressure 
The manufacturer had not put the time and the money in to make proper rivets. He tried to cheat the system and make a profit for himself. And when it reached that pressure, as the plane reached that speed and as the plane was taking off, the rivets would pop. But it was only, only when the test, when they put it to the complete pressure, they could, that they could tell where the rivets would actually hold the plane together. We could go to the Bible for an illustration on this. How about the Sermon on the Mount? There was two houses, the wise man and the foolish man. The wise man built his house on a rock. He put his confidence, he put his trust of his house and his safety upon a rock. The foolish man took his house and he said, you know what, I'm just going to put it on the sand. And it was the storm came, the same storm came and hit both houses. And the rock, house on the rock stood firm. And as the song says, the house on the sand went splat. It was a time of trial and it was a time of testing that revealed that the wise man had put his trust and his confidence in the right place. And the foolish man had not. Trouble is going to come and Solomon was warning his son and all who read this book to be careful where they place their trust. What will happen if you place your confidence or your trust in an unfaithful source? Solomon tells us that misplaced confidence will be a cause of hindrance and a source of pain when the time of trouble starts. The pain would resemble that of a broken tooth. Solomon says, confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. I remember vividly when I was a child. I was sitting in the car. Well, it was actually a minivan. We were driving to Cleveland. And I didn't have my seatbelt on. And we were going down the entrance ramp to the highway when somebody pulled out in front of us. And we had to step on the brake. My dad had to step on the brakes to avoid an accident. But I wasn't paying attention. And I went face first and knocked my two front teeth right on the console. That hurt. Let me tell you from experience, you don't have to experience, you don't have to do that to understand that that hurt, right? We all understand a broken tooth. I didn't actually break the front of my teeth, thankfully. But we went to the dentist. I was not able to eat correctly for weeks. It was, it was terrible, especially for an eight-year-old boy. But what was worse was when I got a little bit older and my adult teeth started to come in. My one tooth on the right, my baby tooth, was literally bent. And what had happened was, as my adult teeth started to come in, I started to experience a lot of pain. And usually your baby teeth just fall out. They come out. You wait. They fall out. And then the tooth fairy shows up and you get your quarter. And you go on with life. But this tooth wasn't falling out. And the adult tooth was still coming down. It was trying to force its way through. And my baby tooth was not coming out. Because when I had smashed my face, my teeth, on that dash, what had happened was I had shattered the root of the tooth. And it literally, the chips were literally locking the baby tooth in place so it could not come out. And I had to go and get it pulled out. Yes, that's a little bit gross. 
that's a little bit disgusting. But Solomon is, try, is making a vivid example here. He is telling his son, listen, if you're going to put your trust in something, if you put your trust in an unfaithful man, it's going to be just as painful, it's, just, it's going to be just as hurtful as if you broke your tooth. You're not going to be able to eat. It's going to make life very difficult from you. You use your teeth to talk. You use your teeth to eat. When you sleep, oftentimes you bite your teeth. If a broken tooth, you're not going to be able to sleep right. There's going to be swelling. There's going to be pain. And Solomon is warning his son, if you place your confidence in an unfaithful man, it's going to be like that broken tooth. Eating, talking, any activity that is normal now becomes a trial by misery. Or, Solomon also says, a foot out of joint. Now, thankfully, I have never had a um, bone out of joint. I've never had a shoulder disjointed or an ankle disjointed. But, I have very severely sprained an ankle. And I know this from personal experience. I was playing basketball, or learning how to play basketball my freshman year at school. I didn't have any basketball equipment. I was wearing just low-top sneakers. Well, I'm going around and I'm trying to act like I'm cool and I'm going up to take a shot. And somebody bumps me and I fall backwards. But, I, as I'm going backwards, I catch the top of my shoe on the ground as I land on my left foot. And my whole foot, instead of being like this, is now like this. And I'm in low tops without any ankle protection. And I land on that, and as soon as I feel it go down, I'm like, oh no, oh no. My ankle swelled up to the outside of my shoe. It was bigger than my whole shoe. I was on crutches for a week. One time I was in the cafeteria trying to go through, and they had just mopped the floor. And I'm on crutches. And sure enough, I put my crutches down. What happens? Whoop! And I come right down on the ankle that's the size of a watermelon. Not quite. Okay, a little hyperbole there. But instantly, I am very aware that my ankle is still very much sprained. There was pain shooting up my leg, and I tried to get back on one foot and recover and get out of the cafeteria without any further incident. But that was only a sprained ankle. An ankle that is disjointed, you can't put pressure on it. It is something that is where you normally would put the pressure, now you're putting pressure on the nerves. It is causing excruciating pain. What is normal activity you need to be able to walk, to be able to function like a normal human being, to be able to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish, is now virtually impossible, at least in the speed that you're used to doing it. You're unsure of your steps. What you once relied on, as I'm walking, as I'm walking and preaching, my attention is not on whether I can stay on my feet. I'm trying to concentrate on preaching. But the instant if I, if my foot went out of joint, my entire focus would change from preaching to trying to stay on my feet and keep off that broke, that ankle out of joint, that foot out of joint. And when you, Solomon is warning his son here, when you put your confidence, when you put your trust in something that is unfaithful, something that is not sure, all your attention of what you're trying to do is going to be focused on what happened and how it, everything fell through. 
Both of these are something you frequently use and put a lot of pressure on. You cannot walk without your foot, and you cannot eat without your tooth. But Solomon warned his son to be careful of where he placed his trust, because an unfaithful source would be a hindrance and a cause of pain in a time of trouble. Let me say it this way. Confidence in unfaithfulness brings pain and havoc. If you put your confidence in something that is unfaithful, it's going to bring pain and havoc when the time of trial and the time of testing comes. Obviously, an obvious application is you need to put your trust and you need to put your faith in Jesus Christ for salvation. But I believe most people in here would at least claim a testimony of being saved. And you and I, but you and I, as we live our Christian lives, must be careful of where we put our trust, where we put our confidence, and how we, and I need confidence to live life. I need, I have to trust in something to be able to accomplish what God wants me to do while I'm here on this earth. And we must be very careful that we do not place our trust in ourselves, or in our friends, or in other things, but we place our confidence in trusting God. But that is not the primary application I want to make tonight. The primary application I want to make tonight As we have a time of testing for this church, Open Door Bible Baptist Church, going on right now. We cannot make a mistake. The Lord is working beyond our wildest dreams, and it still has only just begun. Union Baptist Church will be one of the greatest victories or one of the most devastating defeats in this church's history. And confidence and unfaithfulness will bring pain and havoc. Praise the Lord for the cooperation, the prayers, the giving, and all that has gone on in this church. We praise the Lord for it. There's been complete cooperation, complete thing. I'm not trying, I'm not preaching to beat anyone over the head and say, you guys haven't been working hard. Every, you know, you're all wrong. That's not what I'm saying at all. We praise the Lord for the cooperation. But what I'm challenging each one, including myself, in the congregation tonight to do, is to recommit to the faithfulness needed as we go through this time of trial and testing to serve the Lord and see what God is going to do with Union Baptist Church. You and I, everyone in this room, is desperately needed as this church seeks to follow God and seeks to accomplish Great things for God. And we want to see God work in amazing, miraculous ways. And He already has. We have seen prayers. We have seen funds come in. We have seen just amazing things happen. The way the engineer worked out. How he is just the perfect man for the job. How things are happening. How we haven't paid a cent to purchase the building. We're simply trying to keep the building right now. For Union Baptist Church. We look at that. And we can say glory to God. But what I can guarantee you, as you all know, there are greater times of trial and testing come. And there is going to be a level of confidence placed on the congregation of Open Door Bible Baptist Church. There already is a level of confidence placed on. There is trust placed on each one of the members to do what God requires them to do. To be faithful. To be counted. During this time, Solomon warns us that confidence in an unfaithful man 
is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. I want to challenge each one of the members, including myself, everyone here, that you have an opportunity to be a help or a hurt during this time. You can be counted or not. I believe most, if not everyone in this room, desires to be a help and an encouragement to Pastor Montoro during this time. Here's how you can be a help and encouragement. You want to know how? Be faithful in church attendance. Be here. Be faithful in your giving. Most importantly, be faithful in your walk with the Lord. Because if you're not right with God, you will never be right when the time comes to be needed. Each one of the members of Open Door Bible Baptist Church, if we are going to be who we need to be, we must be faithful and be able to be counted. I'm not trying to club anyone over the heads. I'm not trying to say, you guys aren't doing the job. That's not what I'm saying at all. It has been wonderful. I, I am so appreciative that the Lord has brought me back to the church and that I get to have a smallest part of what is going on. But what I'm trying to do is use God's Word to encourage and challenge each one of the members of Open Door Bible Baptist Church that there is a confidence placed in you. Be faithful to the charge and the trust that God has given us. God has given us this opportunity to serve Him. And we must faithfully be counted and be there if we are going to see God do amazing works. You can be a help or you can be a hurt. You are an important part of this church. And if you decide to drop your responsibility, you could become a source of pain instead of a source of blessing. I don't believe anyone in here wants to be a bum foot or a toothache. That's, what, that's the way Solomon put it. But each one of us, from Pastor Montoro all the way down to the smallest child, could very easily become that if we are not on our guard, if we are not constantly seeking the Lord, if we are not constantly saying, God, make me faithful. God alone is capable of keeping you or I from hurting instead of helping. But it isn't, it isn't coming up to pastor and say, I want to be helpful, I want to be helpful, I want to be helpful. The way you can most be helpful, pray. Just be faithful. Do what God has already given you to do. It isn't something new. It isn't something, I need something greater to do for God. No, it is as you serve God and you accomplish what God has given you to do, there will be more responsibility given. You want to be a greater help. You want to be a greater encouragement. Keep doing what God has given you to do right now. Pray. Be here. Continue to give. Show up on visitation. Give. Pray. Because confidence in unfaithfulness bring pain and havoc. But I know God is faithful. And I know that the heart of Open Door Bible Baptist Church is we want to see a church. We want to see Union Baptist Church continue from 1847 till when the Lord returns.
We want to see that. We want to see God work miraculous things and see this building hold services once again. But your choice is clear. You can either be a help or a hurt. The confidence and the trust has already been placed on Open Door Bible Baptist Church. We're going to go, pastor's going to go in January, and he's going to present the need at Heartland Baptist Bible Colleges, at Heartland Baptist Bible College. And Lord willing, pastors from all over the country are going to give money to help this church, Union Baptist, come back. And that's going to be more confidence and more trust placed upon the members of Open Door Bible Baptist Church. And you and I can either be faithful and be counted, or we could be a source of pain and hindrance to the work of God. Challenge each one of you and myself. Be faithful to what God has given you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just come before you and I thank you for the message that, that your word has, Lord. And I just pray that each one of us would take it to heart and that we would ask you to help us be faithful in the work that you have given us, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm just going to have the piano play. If you need to come and pray, pray in your seat.